Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. All right. Hi, Phoebe. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? I am good. Thanks for having me. I am really excited about today's episode because, well, thank, first of all, thanks for coming on today yeah. and um, talking to my audience because the truth is, is I feel like women and moms so often are waiting for things, waiting, you know, for, you know, uh, a, a new person in their life after a divorce or um, a husband in general or um, test results from something that their child might be going through um, or test results for themselves. And waiting is hard and waiting can be really scary and sometimes fear can take over. So I think that... Um, you know, this episode is much needed. And um, so I'm really excited that, that you're on here today to talk to the women about that. And it's just such a great reminder just for our souls, even if we already know about waiting and waiting on God, it's like, sometimes we just need to be told over and over and over again. So just thank you for, you know, being here and just following God's lead. Absolutely. So, why don't you tell everyone your name, um, what you do, where you're All from? Right. I'm in Los Angeles. I am a Christian coach helping believers flourish spiritually and really like orient their lives around God so that they can walk out the fruitful life that God has planned for them uniquely. And I do that through one-on-one coaching. Um, and I also teach and pastor at a house church here in Los Angeles. How awesome is that? That is so cool. Yeah. Um, so um, I always ask everyone this question. Uh-huh. What, why do you feel like you were called and like what, and what, what kind of made you um, decide to be a Christian uh, coach and Bible mm-hmm. teacher? Yeah. I mean, Man, I think from the be- you know the beginning of my walk, I I realized early on 
wow, all these things that pe other people have dreamed of, whether it's, you know, a lot of people have dreams of being a star or maybe it's getting married. I quickly realized that that doesn't satisfy apart from God and walking in the purpose that he has for you. So, uh, you know, a lot of people had talked to me about my spiritual gifts and called out things in me. And I just, I think being in a place of like, almost like hope, hopelessness in, in this world, <laughs> that led me to kind of like really lean on God. And there's nothing else that's more fulfilling than yes. you know, God's for our lives. Yeah. Yes. And so I imagine, yeah. And I imagine being in LA, like, so many people are there to seek fame and they think yes. fame will fill them up yep. to find out it typically is the thing that empties, empties exactly. them because they realize it's not, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it, it, do, it doesn't fill you up. <laughs> exactly. It never uh, does. No, because affirmation from people, um, actually you realize isn't anything because they're just people and it never really fully satisfies and yeah. and they're like wait I was supposed to be satisfied by this and I'm not then they like right. go in deep deep depression yeah there yeah. can still be an emptiness to it yeah so yeah. Um, inside it's not satisfying right yeah that's awesome so um, I'm sure there's so many people there that need to hear what you have to say. Um, so, so we decided to talk on the topic of waiting. And um, is that something that you do with a lot of your um, clients? Is that a big thing for yes. a lot of your clients? Yes, usually, you know, I feel like people have been conditioned to sort of want what we don't have, right? We want the next best thing. And usually it's, we're focused on God changing our external circumstances. And yes. what I would tell them is like, God is, God's primary goal in our life is to mature us to look like Jesus, right? So, and that's what we lose sight of. We lose sight of like what God is doing on the inside. And we just want like the external thing or like the quick fix, the solution, you know, like we just yeah. want like, Almost like, yeah, better circumstances, really. Yeah. God doesn't yeah. care about our comfort. He cares about our character. Yes. yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was just listening to something today. I don't know if you know who Sadie Robertson is. Hmm. No, I don't, I don't think I've heard of her. She's, um, I don't know. She's the daughter of one of the people from the show Duck Dynasty. Okay. It was like, it was like a reality show a while ago, but they were all Christians. Um, but she's become like a a pretty like well-known um, Christian just speaker and she's mm -hmm. written books, but she was saying how uh, um, she had a lot of anxiety and mm. she kept saying like, why do I have all this anxiety Lord? Like I thought I had beaten anxiety because like she must've had issues before with anxiety. And, and he, and he said to her heart, like clearly she said she remembers praying about it. And he was like, um, you're praying for your circumstances to change, but yeah. what you need to pray for is for your heart to change. And it goes right. along with that same sentiment. Like we were, we're always thinking that 
it's about our circumstances that are going to bring us peace. And while some circumstances, yes, are easier than others, it doesn't necessarily mean that's where our peace is found or our satisfaction yeah. is found. Yes. I mean, God does it for his glory, right? So if it glorifies him to, you know, do the circumstance and change that, then yeah, you know, but oftentimes we're not yet at a place to handle the answer to what we're praying for. Right. So God has to do the heart, the work in our heart. Right. Before that so, happens. So let's start off on that then we're kind of in into it, but like our, mm-hmm. my first question was, why do we have to wait? And why doesn't God move faster? Yeah. So there is growth solely in the waiting, you know? So if we're praying for something and we're waiting, like God is trying to shape us to be ready to sustain the answer when it comes. And he's molding us in the perseverance. So he's creating the context so that what we've been waiting for, we can actually steward well when we get the answer. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like waiting is part of how God works because, you know, if God's goal is to deepen faith and hope, distance between, you know, what he's promised and when we experience it, you know, because if there's no distance, it's like there's no need for faith and hope. So waiting is kind of part of what we signed up for, you know, even Abraham and other people in the Bible had to wait for long periods of time. Yes. Yeah. And so when we don't see God moving in the area where we're waiting, you know, we tend to look at God through the lens of what we need, what we want. And usually he's doing something bigger than that, that has to do with our growth and our maturity, you know? So the big challenge is to not fixate on the desire and the thing that we're waiting for. And if we want God to move faster, part of the shift we need to make is looking at what area of my life is God actually at work in, you know, even if it's a totally unrelated area, you know, like how is God trying to grow me right now? Because he puts us on a track where he matures us so that we can be trusted with the thing that we're waiting for. Right. It's funny because I, um, I didn't get married until I was 32 uh-huh. and, and all my friends got married like 22, 22. And yeah. like, why, why Lord, are you not bringing my husband? Why does, why is everyone I'm dating? Like, <laughs> you know, that and, is, I came, yeah, yeah, and I came to yeah. realize after like, oh my gosh, had I been given my husband before I, before then it, my marriage wouldn't have worked out. I wasn't mature enough. That's funny that you say that because I have the opposite story. I got married when I was really young and I did not wait. <laughs> and I ended up with that story. Oh, no. I learned from that. Yeah, yes. that's, it's yeah. funny though. But like he really used, and he used that to grow you, you know? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I, he used like the failed relationships and the time and all of that. And the stuff like what felt like suffering and pain waiting forever yeah. to grow me. But um, yeah. yeah. And you know, looking I'm back, still waiting for the redemption for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, yeah. yeah. Redemption. Redemption is who he is. So exactly. <laughs> you're, you're waiting. He's just, he's just growing you still then. But right. um, 
yeah, it is really amazing to look back now and be like, thank you, Lord, for not bringing my husband into my life before then, you know, because I he has a better plan than what you yes. saw. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so what do we learn in the waiting is, was my second question. Yeah. So I had mentioned, you know, faith and hope. Um, and then Romans five talks about perseverance and patience producing character. So it's really only in the waiting that we learn patience, right? You can't learn patience if you never have to wait. Right. But the overarching thing is that we're really learning to trust God and depend on him for the outcome. And yeah. God puts us in the waiting because also he's developing us into a warrior who sees our situation through the lens of faith. And he's developing the strength in us to fight for the promise. So yeah, in the waiting, we're really learning to fight, to do battle, to overcome, to endure, not give up. Because that's how maturity happens, right? It's when you wrestle and you you battle for the promises, you know, going into the promised land. And in the waiting, there's parts of us that have to die, parts of us that need to be realigned. I'll share a quick story. I have a friend and she's really had this dream of being a mom. And she and her husband have been trying for the longest time. And every doctor visit felt like a closed door. And it was so painful because I was journeying with her and she was very deeply attached to this dream. Um, and now she has two sons, you know, but God had to do something in her first. And there's a lot of shifting, you know, in, in the heart. <laughs> yeah. Right. It is. It yeah. is. It's crazy to watch his timing unfold like perfectly. Yes. And another thing like I've learned about waiting just personally mm -hmm. is that I feel so close to Jesus when I'm waiting. Yeah. Like it builds intimacy or something with him. Right. Yeah. We get to know him in a different way in the waiting that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Season. Cause it's like you cling so tightly to him, like in yeah. such a different way. Cause if you automatically had whatever so, it was, you were asking mm -hmm. God to, you know, work in or work through or whatever. It's like, if like, why would I even necessarily think about God, you know, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. what he wants, he, what he wants most is a relationship right. with us. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. So what happens when we don't wait well? Yeah. And yeah, that's, what happened to me, right? That's what I shared. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess when we say waiting well, waiting well would be, um, it involves patiently expecting God to do, to do the good that he's promised with hope and with joy. And that's a lot easier said than done. 100%. But yeah. So not waiting well can really extend our waiting time. You know, because if we're waiting poorly, we could actually push out the preparation that God is trying to do. You know, like waiting poorly might mean, you know, we try to make the promise happen in our own strength. And, you know, we end up with an Ishmael situation where, you know, you're pushing out the preparation or you're bringing other situation. Um, and yeah, we can produce something in our own natural effort rather than receiving something that only God can do. 
right? Right. Another way to not wait well is just to abandon what God is doing completely and just be like, well, if God's going to do what he's going to do, in the meantime, I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or another way to not wait well is to be better towards God. And we don't want to get to that place. 100%. Yeah. I think the main the main thing is to wait well is to not lose the desire for what we're waiting for, but holding that in the place of confident, hopeful expectation, not fixating on it um, and not losing focus on where God might be working in the meantime. Yeah. So, yeah. Until we learn what he's trying to teach us in the waiting, we're going to keep ourselves in the waiting. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and just a little more on like the, the, the first one where, where you said um, like we can make it happen in our own strength. Like if we're, if we're waiting on a husband or whatever, and we're like, well, I want it so badly. I'm just going to make it happen on my own. And you yeah. know, you know, this person has all these red flags or whatever, but yep. you just want it so bad. You ignore it and you don't wait on God to give you the green flags, yes. the pain, the pain is not worth it. Exactly. That's what happened to me. You're speaking to well, me. Yes. yes. Well, that happened to me, but luckily it was in, like, I was trying to make it happen. And luckily I never said I do to anyone oh, okay. of those people, but, <laughs> I, <Yeah. laughs> but it did, I had so much pain in, in trying to make it happen with people that it wasn't meant to happen with, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then like you said, where we can just completely like be like, okay, well, yeah, you're not going to bring it, but I'm just going to live life and yes, do things survive. my own way. Or, mm-hmm. And then, right. and that still ends up being painful. And, yeah. and I think our waiting is actually doubled because yeah. we just have to start all over again when exactly. we do. Yeah. When we do that and it's like, oh man, if I was just obedient and waited until God, God told me I was ready or, you know, God, I surrendered and and waited on God to, to like, you know, bless me or give me the answer or whatever it is. Like we just avoid so much pain. Right. I mean, if we use analogy of like, you know, moms would know this, right. It's like, you're trying to leave the house and go somewhere with the kids when they're not completely aligned with your agenda. You know, they're playing, they want to do their own thing. It takes much longer to get to the place we're trying to take them to. Right. <laughs> it's the same way with God, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's so true. I know my kids <laughs> teach me so much. <laughs> right. I can no, find They so really much. do. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why are my kids doing that? And then God's like, you do that to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, God is a father raising children, you know? So right. analogy totally works. Yeah, <laughs> totally. it does. So um, for my listeners that are waiting right now, um, if you could give them like how they can grow in the in the waiting. And like some tips of what they can do while they're waiting. Yeah. So if you are waiting and, you know, God has a promise to you. Okay. So you can't make the wait completely go away. Right. But 
yeah, there's a purpose in divine waiting that we can't avoid. But we can go straight through the desert as quickly and as possibly as we can, you know? Right. So the way to take the shortest route is to complete alignment with God's agenda and actually focus on what he's doing. So I already mentioned this earlier, but basically identifying and discerning those areas where God is trying to mature you, you know, and, and lean into those areas. Maybe it's as simple as learning to manage your schedule and your time as a mom, or maybe he's trying to strengthen your marriage, or maybe it's strengthening your trust in him for your child's health. You know, yeah. so leaning into the parts of our heart that need to shift and be more aligned with God in this waiting period. Um, and then the other things would be like, you want to make sure you're doing the last things that God's told you to do. You know, sometimes if God's not acting, well, maybe he's not, well, maybe he's not doing something because he's waiting on you to do the last thing that he's told you to do. or you know, are there practices or things in the Christian life that you know to do, but you're not doing yet? You know, so like, for example, if you're sitting at home waiting on God, you know, maybe you're not going to church or not spending time with him, you know, those things could potentially extend your weight. Um, in John 15, uh, verse 7, he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. So if we're waiting, like this is the context in which God wants to answer our prayers. It's in the context of abiding in his presence and his words. And that strengthens us to, to go through the waiting and it positions us to receive the answers we're waiting for. So basically, we want to make sure we're not missing any ingredients to a healthy Christian life. Yeah. That would extend your waiting if you are. And then, so everything I've covered is, you know, the spiritual part. But there's also a practical part. You know, if you're already doing everything in the spiritual side, you know, abiding in God, um, doing what you know to do, there's probably certain practical steps in the area that you're waiting in. Um, and just taking some practical steps to grow in that area and, you know, becoming a student in that area, whether it's, you know, in dating or in marriage or parenting, or maybe it's your financial life. Yeah. There, there is probably a few practical steps that, or help that could get you moving forward in that area. So maybe it's, you know, surrounding yourself with other moms who have gone through the same battles and getting practical wisdom or, Maybe it's trying different ways to discipline your kids or a different routine or, you know, just more practical things. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. now that we're on this like analogy thing, I was thinking about like when you were just saying how, you know, there are things that he's telling you to do mm -hmm. and, and in the waiting in order to kind of get you in a position to receive what you're desiring. Yeah. And I think about <laughs> just an analogy, my, mm -hmm. my kids, when they, when it's dinner or lunch or whatever it is, and, you know, they're eating their meal yeah, and they want the ice cream, yes. you know, 
And it's like, well, you need to eat your chicken and your green beans and your whatever before you get your ice cream. And it's like, (laughs) if they, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. It's kind of like, I'm not like, you can't get the green bean and you're not ready for the when you're not filled up on the good stuff, you know, right. like, get you filled up on the, the good base. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to get those down, make sure that's in place. Right. And then you, then you're ready for the next thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's so true. Yes. I learned so much from my kids. I'm telling you, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so like, my sister um, mm-hmm. is going through a divorce right now and mm-hmm. it seems so hard yeah. and she is, it's like, you know, she's waiting for the mediation because there's kids involved and like getting the schedule in yeah. place. And that feels painful. She's waiting for the financial stuff because it's financially hard and, and she's yeah. waiting on that and, and she's waiting on, you know, will God bring someone else into her life? She's, right. you know, she's waiting on when will I heal? This hurts, you know, like when am yes. I? And it's like, I so just even for her sake, like appreciate this reminder because it's like, I see how God's just in every situation, like, trust me. I'm yeah. trying to tell you to trust me, trust me with your finances, yes. trust me with your kids, trust me with the man that I have for you. Trust yeah. me that I'm building you. Trust me that I'm growing you. I'm making you into the woman that you were always meant to be. Mm, amen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we can look at waiting um, as like painful, yeah. but just like everything else, like, guess what? When you exercise, it's painful, right. but, but You're you feel off. good afterwards. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the process is hard, but the reward yeah. is great. Yeah. And I, I definitely empathize with, you know, the waiting because when you're in it, it's so painful. You have a hard time seeing any hope for the future. You know, will my life be better? Um, you know, because I went through that journey too of having, you know, a long divorce where, you know, you're waiting for papers and things like that. And I really just struggle to believe that the other side is better than, you know, than the actual marriage. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that's, and it's like when you're outside of it, like Mm -hmm. myself, I'm not her. I can see it so clear that this is so much better, but she can't, you know, and that's what my, my last question, um, is, is like the people that are, that are in the waiting. One of the main Mm -hmm. things that Satan or just even our flesh can do is like the lies, the fear that we kind of battle in that. Do you have any like suggestions of how the women that are waiting that when the fear comes in to kind of combat those lies. Yeah. Yeah. So if there is a fear, you know, yeah, you're going through the wilderness, you're waiting. Um, and the enemy comes into the picture and tries to tell you all these lies. Um, so when I look at Jesus in the wilderness, when he was, you know, tested by the devil, it's like he he battled with a certain revelation from God that he was living and, and standing in. So I would say whatever area we're tested in, God is revealing himself to us in a certain way. You know, like, for example, if you're 
waiting for provision, you know, God wants to reveal himself as provider. And, and that means you need to end up with provision in your hand. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in each of the areas that we're waiting in, there is probably a key there, a key that's like a, re a revelation of who God is and how he wants to meet you in that moment that we could really lean into and use that to wrestle with the enemy. You know, so whether it's we need to learn to like strengthen ourselves in the Lord, in the waiting, um, you know, sometimes looking at stories in the Bible of the faithfulness of God, like his character, his nature, looking at our life and looking at where he's been faithful and where he's answered prayers, you know, so it's like, oh, if God did that, how much more will he get me through this? Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah in the battle, just the things that help us moving forward and not discouraged. Right. And I, I, actually, on him. Yeah. I actually told my sister today, I, mm -hmm. I was like, whenever that, whenever those things come into your head, I was yeah. like, I always say, I rebuke you, Satan, by the yes. blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, like, for example, if it's provision, like you were right. saying, I rebuke you, Satan, by the blood of Jesus scripture here says that God is my provider. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, tell, tell Satan who your God is. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And if we're battling with the enemy, it's, we really have to lean into the word of God. <laughs> That's yeah. her weapon. Yes, it is. Because in, in the wilderness, those 40 days, it was like every single time that Satan would try to tempt Jesus every single time he used scripture back to Satan. Yeah. And he has a specific scripture for that specific thing that, yes. you know, it's like the word of God is abiding in Jesus. He, he, he doesn't just quote the scripture, but he's, he's living it. He's walking in, in it, you know, and it causes him to be able to stand in the yeah. midst of those lies. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that we touched on that. Cause I know that fear can in the waiting, it's like when you're waiting, fear can be such an enemy, like, yeah. So, yeah, and our perspective is usually like sometimes not helpful. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. Um, so if there is one thing that you want our ladies yes. to walk away from today after listening to this episode, they forget everything else. What is mm -hmm. the one thing that you would want them to remember and to carry mm -hmm. on in their life? Yes. So if you want to shorten your waiting time, speed up your growing time and yes. a lot of times we think we're waiting on God but maybe maybe God is waiting on us to grow into the person that he can trust with the things we're waiting for yeah you know so, yeah I love that the most out of the waiting it's so that it's not wasted yes I love it yeah. great so um, why don't you tell everyone um, where they can find you? Um, yeah. And just, you know. Yeah. So my website is www.christiangrowthcoach.com. And that is my Instagram as well. Christian Growth Coach. Okay. And then and I know, I know that yeah. you are, you did something special for our listeners today. Um, yes. You can tell them all about it. 
Yes, I am giving away an ebook, a freebie, um, and it's all about growing into the stature of Christ. Um, basically, the stages of spiritual maturity um, to becoming the person God can trust. I love yes. that. I'll Head be doing it. Yes, I'll be doing it too. I'll be doing that as well. The freebie. <laughs> so <laughs> I will link the ebook into today's podcast episode as well as your in- Instagram and. Um, your website. So if you want to find her, it'll be linked in the show notes. Um, but I would love Phoebe, um, for you to pray for us. Yeah. Yes. Let me do that. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are good. And Lord, I pray God for every person listening today. Lord, would you just meet them where they're at? Lord, would you minister their hearts, Lord, in the places where they need to see you move, God, Lord, in the places of waiting, Lord, if there's pain, God, would you just let your presence embrace them in the midst of it? And Lord, I pray, God, that you would speak to every person and and just shift their perspective where there, there needs to be shifting, Lord, where where we've, you know, fixated on the things we're waiting for, Lord, expand our perspective, and show us what you're doing overall in, in the larger picture of our life, God. And Lord, I pray, God, that you would give us the strength to stand in the waiting, the strength to overcome fear, and the strength to lean on you, Lord. Lord, pour out your grace in the midst of the waiting, um, that discouragement wouldn't creep in. So, Father, I just bless every person listening today. God, I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Phoebe. I'm so glad you came on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure, you can come back anytime. Oh, awesome. <laughs> no, <I love> <laughs> All right. Looking to give your child a well-rounded education while ensuring positive socialization opportunities and their ability to succeed in life? Consider joining Classical Conversations community and homeschooling alongside local families. Led by a trained licensed director, families learn through Classical Conversations' proven Christ-centered curriculum together in a community. With locations in all 50 states and over 50 countries, there is bound to be a community near you. To find your community today, visit classicalconversations.com forward slash faithful. Thank you so much for listening to the Faithful Mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful.